Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Nerds in the City, a Central Florida podcast talking about nerd cultures, movies, games, comics, movie reviews, and events happening eventually in and around Central Florida. As always, this is your host Tony with Damn Nerd. You know that's not my name. I know. It's, no, it's not my name. It's Damn Nick. <laughs> just accept it. At this point, just no, never. Okay. Hello, how you doing? Yeah, I know, but everything good though. Always, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, this week feels interesting. Like one, it's freezing. Like I don't. I'm sorry. You know, we live in Florida. We should not experience cold for this long. <laughs> I know, right? It was. Isn't it hit like 30s today? But you know, I I honestly feel like it has not warmed up since summer. Like the temperature has steadily stayed like a certain cold temperature, especially in the mornings, since the summer. Like in the summer when I was doing all my walking, it was like, you know, mild, you know, warm, whatever. But now it's like, yo, know, if I try to walk in the morning, I better wear like five layers of clothing. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm, 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 I know I'm, I'm Florida sensitive when it comes to cold right now, but still. Oh man, but yeah, it's been really chill. I didn't really do much this past weekend. And I don't think I'm going to do much next weekend, this coming weekend. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it super chill, low-key, not do anything. I, I just like my pro- my projects are to keep me sane. Your projects? Your editing projects? Not just editing. Like, I do the editing, drawing, uh, art that I'm trying to create, do my photography. And then now I had this idea and, you know, you know, I'll send you a picture later. But basically what I wanted to do was create two street lamps in my like two old school like street lamps in my room on each corner of the wall to make it look like yeah you know, I don't know when you walk in my room like it's a, like you just basically walk into like a dark Narnia <laughs> and I think I accomplished it nice I have to go check it out I haven't been to your house and keen to hang out I know so oh, so you ran out of shows to watch now you don't want to come over no I haven't ran out of shows I just <laughs> haven't gone that's it but let's get into some topics. What you got for me this week? All right. So first, we'll get into um, Crunchyroll. Uh, just made a deal with uh, Idris and Sabrina Elba for a dark fantasy anime series. Okay. First question. Who is the other Alba? It's Who's his wife. Idris and Sabrina Alba. They have a, a production company, like a small um, studio, movie mm-hmm. studio. And this is going to be their first animated film or series that they're doing. I hope that man is like remembered like in history or something. Because it's so weird how that he just, he has like all these weird professions. He's, he's like a renaissance. He uh, is a he's renaissance. A, he's, a, he's a modern day renaissance. DJ, rapper, boxer, like actor. Like, I mean, it's just Anime weird. Like creator. Yeah. Like, it's just like, there's not one thing I could add. Like, you can tell me like, oh yeah, he does that too. Like, what? <laughs> like, like I would not be surprised if you told me like all of a sudden he's uh, you know, whatever. I don't know. He's uh, he, he's he's he one juggles. of the top gamers on, on like Fortnite he, or something. He, right? he juggles. He uh, <laughs> he's a uh, he's a world champion stacker. I'm telling he, you, he created. Jingo I feel like Plus. I'm gonna go to uh, uh, one of those uh, one of those restaurants with the hibachi where they do the. All he the, does hibachi. Yeah, he does hibachi. Sh- like I forgot, yeah. there's an actually art form to it. And I forgot what it's called, but yeah. I feel like one day I'm just going to show up at a restaurant. He's going to be doing that. Like, he's, a, he's a world-class uh, origami folder. 
He just Elba does everything. I'm telling you, he's he's like doing taxes for people at H and R Block all of a sudden. Like, I know. <laughs> so this one is uh, it's I think that they don't have a pen name, but as far as I was reading, it was called Dante or Dante, and it's gonna it's gonna be a dark fantasy, and it's gonna the protagonist is gonna be an African uh, African American male. So like a different like so basically, is it gonna be like because uh, I. They, like you thought there was gonna be a culture after Afro Samurai, so like is this gonna be kind of like in that, not to say that world. It's not gonna be obviously of that that culture. Well, Afro Samurai is like I don't know, uh, yeah, an anime an anime based on African on with an African African American um, protagonist. Yes, I think it, well that's what they're saying that they're going with. So it 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 gets represented well in the culture mm-hmm. with people that I do love anime and, and being that anime. Mm-hmm. Is becoming. I'm hearing more people talking about anime than I have ever heard before in the last ten years, which is crazy. Like even who was that? I was thinking I was talking to a, one of my cousins, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Oh, you watched that?" I'm like, "I watched that since the beginning," and they and they was like, "Oh, we watched this and like Fire Force, uh, well, Dragon Ball Naruto, uh, Death Note." So they were like. They're deep into that culture now, which before it used to be such a people used to be a like, fringe oh, group. Yeah, yeah. They'd be like, oh, you're a nerd, you're you're a loser. You know you what's really sad? Anime. But now okay. they they watch tell, it. Tell too. me, this is not tell me this is not something that people have associated with with you, whatever, right? So you're into anime, like, and I'm into anime, but I feel like I'm into anime on a super casual level. Like, like I don't watch some of these like deeper titles that most people watch. I mostly watch the. The titles that most people watch, you know, the Death more Notes, popular, the, yeah, more populist ones. And I try to look for the, some, something a little bit more rare that that's interesting. But I feel like even by that level, by that level of you know attention to, to anime, if I was to tell a, a person who's not into it that I'm into anime, they automatically assume that I do like I'm I'm doing hentai. I'm watching hentai porn. <laughs> like I'm like that's completely something different. Yeah, I'm watching something like a movie based on story that you're talking about, like. It's a weird mindset that they all want. Everybody wants to associate with like things that you like. Yeah, it's weird, but but, um, but I can't I, wait. To I've, see ha- what I've they heard produce. those comments before, but yeah. Well, so no, and then I mean, it's like I like that they're. I mean, anime is obviously a form of it, but I like when different. Like for example, the whole uh, um, Airbender that was like an Americanized. Avatar. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I like to see you know different cultures jumping into this this thing and see what they create. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. They they haven't figured out a name. I don't I don't know when's gonna come out, but mm-hmm. they just inked the deal, and this is right when um I shortly after that Funimation and and Crunchyroll are combining that we spoke about a few weeks ago too. Yeah, it seems this, appropriate. So this slowly happened. Uh, talking about that was um another deal that didn't fall through. Mm. Um, was. Netflix had a uh, a deal to have make a live action Zelda series. I remember hearing that. Yeah, it's been in like the works or talks for the past like five years, mm-hmm. and, and and this was a, uh, I think comedy uh, comedy central comedy humor mm-hmm. did a we're making spoofs about it or talking about it, and somebody in Netflix leaked that it was gonna happen. Soon as that came out. Nintendo because they're really like very hush hush whenever they least lease out their franchise out their mm-hmm. popular titles heard about that and just pulled the plugs on everything on the whole deal. So 
but it was being worked on and they didn't like that people were talking about it. I guess they it was very in the preliminary stages, very early talks mm. that they I guess they were close enough. But because of them, they don't want too much. I guess they don't want a lot of conversation to bring about it. They just want to do give it justice because I guess what happened with Mario, I'm assuming because you mean the movie it did horribly bad. Have you well, ever that, seen a, mean, another Nintendo movie come out after that full, full, uh, uh, like full live action? Yeah, but that you can't justify that. That one is like that's Street Possibly. Fighter bad. I know that was Street Fighter bad. That's but like, I mean, yeah. So I guess they were just holding out, or they were trying to finish their conversations with Netflix, mm-hmm. and then that came out, and all of a sudden, I guess they would they just pulled out because they just rather not have. I guess they'd rather have not bad press or any press at all. Mm-hmm. They'd rather not have bad press than rather than have press at all talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's what it was. But we don't know if this is going to come back to the table. Netflix may work something out with them. But because I guess an employee tweeted something out regarding that or on a YouTube channel, it got leaked. And then people started talking about it. Then Netflix was doing it. Then Nintendo pulled the plug on the project. But I find that bizarre just because, I'm sorry, like, this is the age of information. Like, you're not going to be able to just throw something out there and nobody had heard about it. Especially something as popular like that. Like, I mean, you would literally have to work. You would have to get a crew to sign a disclosure form. Stay away from, like, in an area where they're never going to be able to talk to somebody. Take everybody's phones, like. Yeah. And even then, that's that's even, you're still not 100% there. I know, but I guess they they rather take every precaution from the beginning mm-hmm. to end, like how Marvel did. Marvel was super hush hush on all their projects, and they only leaked out what they wanted to leak out. I, I honestly, I feel like Super Mario would still do well. I just think it would have to be one. They, they that story had nothing to do with Super Mario. Oh yeah, they just had the name. That's all it That's was. That's all it was, and even then, they didn't really have the look and everything else. So, I mean, all you gotta do is just create a super a raw Super Mario like live action. That's why I never understood about when they want to make a live action of something. Why do you have to adapt it to what? Like, people always want to adapt it to some kind of story that that we already know. I'm like, but we already know that story. Let's yeah. just make that story. But they always want to adapt it to, like, you know, the streets or something else. And I'm like, that's why they ruin it. That's why they, they start trying to add on or I, I understand making creative differences to make sure the movie plays like storyline wise yeah but when they start creating a whole story where they're two plumbers from jersey or something like that like yeah you know they go to another world i don't know it just it made no sense on how they did it and even when they went to that world you think it would be like the game and it was nothing like the game yeah that's at least if you want to make that story that initial story like they go to this other world but you would think that world would look something resembling the game. The game, yeah. It had nothing, nothing to do with it, yeah. All right, so another thing with Netflix mm-hmm. that uh, was announced is that they are doing a... Uh, how can I do it? A movie based on the GameStop Reddit stock controversy. Really? It's still going on? Yes. It better be a documentary, because if it's a, an actual movie, I'm not going to be interested. You're not going to be interested? I don't, I don't, like, they're going to try to make it into some kind of Wall Street movie, and I'm like... So, uh, they already have, um, Mark Boal is, uh, the, the writer for Zero Dark Thirty to, to, to write the script. 
to pen the script mm-hmm. of this movie. It's a movie that they're doing. So I think they're trying to do like the big short, how they did with the housing market, but with yeah, but the big su- short literally had one main person, right? The big short it was one person who kept on pushing everybody and wrote the article and all that stuff to indicate that the big short was coming. When it comes to the housing bubble, yeah, that was like there was that that was the story of that about that person and everybody around him, but yeah, and, and other people that that not directly with him, but mm-hmm. got in, got hold of the document or the manifesto, whatever it was. And and I know that in that this lead. one, I think this particular story, there is one guy who saw it. Whatever, yeah, it was but, a, it's a redditor that did it. That but the thing it. is, it's not like what I'm gonna laugh at. They're gonna try to make it because again, this is a like you said, he's a redditor. He's a redditor that wrote and wrote articles and communicated everybody online. It wasn't like he had closed door meetings and like there was dramatic moments with other people in rooms or something like that. That this was all going on. No, this all happened on Reddit. Yeah, but I think they could make it. I think it might be some humor to it because I think they're gonna take the aspect of the people on Reddit, the individuals, and the individual investors. But then they're also gonna do on the counter end with all the hedge fund losing all this like five billion dollars in one day, and how they're handling. You know what I thought was gonna be like? Okay, do you remember the movie uh, Friended? I think it's called, where the whole movie took place on uh, webcams. Yes. Oh, hard movie to clear someone can drive, right? I seriously think it's going to be that. Like, you're going to see just, like, individual people acting in front of the computer based on what's going on at the moment from the person putting out the moment and, and writing what he's writing. Yeah. To other people, like, that basically showing their little bit of backstory and how this is going to change their life, yeah. whatever, <laughs> up until you get to the hedge funds and how they react. So, like, you're just going to show individual people experiencing this one situation Via their computers, via webcam. <laughs> that's what it feels like. It feels like that's what the movie is going to be based. Like, how's the movie going to be set up? I feel so. I feel it's going to be something like that because because <laughs> it's going to be in the middle of a pandemic. So and and not everybody's in the same room or in the same town or the same city. It's all it's, it's going to be a reactionary, reactionary based on the, what they're looking at the computer. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can see that. Uh, other news mm-hmm. was uh, we have two more topics. So Google, we, t- we Google had a gaming system you would say called uh stadia where stadia Stadia, which is supposed to be like the video game of netflix which everything is stream based okay so what they will do is that you'll just have a controller and i guess you just have like either a smart tv or like a little device and you could play games off of this device through like their google platform Mm -hmm. and you'd be able to play but they so here's the funniest thing about it so they had thought that being that they're going to get into the streaming platform, they'll be like, you will be the first to have all stream games that people jump on. Little did they, and then they came on, little did they know a lot of people didn't jump on it. They didn't like the concept or it's too new for them to feel like they should transition from console or PC to straight streaming. Mm -hmm. So they were like, we're going to do first party games where pretty much, any they have to, they'll make their own games or be exclusive to that platform. Mm-hmm. Little did they know, again, is that it's very expensive to create a game from beginning to start. That takes a lot of funding and a lot of time to flush out an idea, concept, mm-hmm. art, graphics, mechanics, and everything. To the point that they canceled all, they closed down their that division of the game, of the system. So they're not. 
producing any more of their game. So they're going to really just rely now with third-party games that would try to attach themselves to it. The difficulty with that is that a lot of AAA games like uh, Call of Duty, Madden, is going to be difficult for them to try to get them because they already have a, such a wide-based platform coming from PC console mm. alone. So that's going to hurt them even more. So, so these people try to create a different console for it? Yeah, they they so could, they couldn't do it like a Netflix like you can't you can't access it through your PlayStation access it through your Xbox or something. No, you go through. They have a controller that they use. Yeah, and they'll connect through their software, other servers, and you'll be able to stream any game. Apparently, you could stream it at 4K. See, but the only issue that I see with that is, unlike I mean, I know people can be nostalgic where they have fun playing old games here and there. But there's not, it's not like movies. You can't sit down and watch. Like Netflix, you can sit down and watch all these old movies. But Netflix has a lot of new content for yourself, and like, which I guess is what you're saying they tried to do. However, that didn't work. They tried to do original content. That's what I'm saying. They're like Netflix is like that. Because yeah. why? Because they can't obviously offer brand new content because that's like movie theater movies. They can't just let you access it because they're still making money from that. Yeah. So they can't just give you access like that. So... And the thing is, it's they're still gonna make money. It's not like unlike movies, they're gonna keep on making like on titles for at least a year or so. Yeah. So it's gonna be, it's gonna like by the time they would have access to that that game, not many people want to play it as much. Yeah. So the, their player base is gonna be a lot lower. Yeah, because everyone wants to get the new game. Everyone wants yeah, to everybody wants system. to get something new and play it. So that that's the thing that was funny about me that I was reading about. It, I was like, wow, they first they attempted it. So I was like, kudos, you know, kudos to the. For that. Who does for that? Because KFC did the same thing, or trying to do, it the, but they they're more of a meme out of it. They're just making a joke out of it. They actually tried it. They actually had a whole Stadia like gaming studio, mm-hmm. and I guess they they didn't under, they didn't take into consideration the amount of money that's in a, has to be funded and the time a time frame to do it to do it. And then on top of that, once they come out with it, is it going to take grab enough attention for people to buy? the controller or whatever device that goes with it to play it. And at this point, you're already competing with PlayStation. See, but that's Xbox. what I'm saying is like you're you're not offering anything. Like you said, we are offering games that nobody knows whether it's going to be any good. You're offering a system of playing the system, the game, that's your own system, which obviously it's it sounds questionable to compare to like PlayStation and Xbox or something like that. Yeah. Right? So whatever. And then the platform is very shady. Yeah, that plat like so. Who's gonna want to invest that kind of money into that? Trusting they're gonna be able to play an enjoyable game at a at a bit rate and every all that stuff. That's that's acceptable. That's comparable to the console or PC. Yeah, that has more a more of a, a a better track record than this new system coming out. And even if they do have a good decent games, they might not have the people amount that would that like like basically like, even if you find a cool game on it. You might not find enough users to make it good. Like, so imagine if they had their own uh, Call of Duty. Yeah, might be decent, but the reason that you would go to Call of Duty the way we, the one we know, is because we know there's sufficient enough people on there. Yeah, you wouldn't go to one where you barely see anybody on there. Yeah, that's that. That was there was that's an issue because I know there was a game. I don't remember the game that it was like online based, mm. but there was so few people playing. That it took the lobby like twenty minutes or like fifteen minutes or something to set you up for to set you up for a game because they're trying to gather as many people in one map, but there's not that many people to pull together to do it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let's see what happens. And our last topic, what you got, was uh, 
Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. There's another another deal that went through also. Disney Plus uh, did a, I think it's a five year. I don't know how many years, but they did a deal with Ryan Coogler, Coogler to do a Wakanda uh, Disney Plus series. So it's going to be around the everything that's happening in Wakanda. I'm so lost. What? I'm trying to think about what the premise of the show would be then. It would be... Is it, is it like a really, like maybe like a modern, like a really cool version of Animal Planet? No. What? I'm just, why are you looking at me like no, that? Like, Animal Planet, no. No, because you think about Wakanda, I think about like African. I remember those old shows that people used to watch where you just see animals, like whatever. But imagine seeing it where the modern, these the modern animals with the, the technology that they have in there would be different. It'd be crazy. Yeah, I, don't know, I just thought but that, I, th- I think it's going to go down the hierarchy mm-hmm. of probably. They probably do something um, after Chadwick Boseman, like that's. I think that's T'Challa. what that's what got me is that I can't think of any other character that would have their own storyline that wouldn't be the movie. Yeah, but here's the best part about it is like, that it doesn't have to take place of what's happening with the main characters in it, like Sherry no, and, and all that. But this would be great. Would be something on the of the underbelly of it. Of the story or, or of the arc, almost like Game of Thrones, almost, I feel. I guess, well, conf- the reason I even went to the whole Animal Planet thing is because that seems interesting because I can't think of one person that's not part of the main cast that I would want to follow, if that makes sense. like, Or think I, of it as uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, like, but even the S.H.I.E.L.D. still had Coleman. Yeah, but they could have somebody. They, either they'll create somebody that will come in mm-hmm. or... Perfect, yeah, like the Mandalorian. They didn't have anybody. No character in there in the Mandalorian mm-hmm. was associated directly to anything of the movies that you've seen. So other gonna, than mm-hmm. other than spoiler, Luke that came out for 30 seconds, everybody else was either kind of referenced or mentioned. Here is the same thing. You'll just have one character that's trying to go up in the ranks and or trying to there was probably like a coup or something. He's defending the whole process of it. So, I mean, I get what you're going to go. I don't know. It's just like, for example, okay. So like the kind of movie that they're referencing, cause yeah, they're going to show you about the, the way that, that uh, Wakanda works, I guess, politically speaking, socially speaking, crime wise, stuff like that. So yeah. they'll show you how it functions as a city, even though it's like a super modern, you know, futuristic city. And I get that, but it's just like it, I'm just trying to understand like whose perspective would we be seeing? For like, for example, the one movie, the show that I would love to watch, if that's where we're going with it, would be uh, John Wick. Like, not like if you showed me another assassin that joined in there, and you show how he jumped the ranks of it. Like again, that's automatically an assassin gets into that world and he starts showing how the world works and how he became an assassin and all this stuff. Like Mandalorian, uh, you know, yeah. bounty hunter. Like you, these are people with. A specific profession in those worlds, World. but since Wakanda, I feel like it's this one very compacted area. I'm trying to understand who would be seeing the perspective and what he would be doing in it. Well, yeah, that's true. But Ryan Coogler's on it, so I know it's going to be good. I have a, he has a good tracker group track record for me, and most of the things he puts out, I usually like. So we'll see what happens. But it'll be you interesting be, to watch, though. Well, you know what'd be cool? Like, let's just go. Let's not like put modern at all. Let's just go like 20 years back, right? And show, let's say, his father. 
jump that's into a, the ranks. That's another one. That would be cool. I can see that because that way it has nothing to do with the modern day story, and it shows you how his father when it was, became the Black Panther for the first time. Yeah, like when it was developing into what it is. Exactly. At least that's the struggles of of creating creating Wakanda or the society that it is now. Yeah. And That'd be another one. We only know technically. We only know one because apparently it's it's like um, the mob in a sense. Like it's a city controlled by different families, but only one family dominates, which yeah. is uh, the, the the Black Panthers family, because there were there was like five different families up in the mountain when they fought, right? Yes, including the ones that were living in the the ape style ones. Uh, the, yeah. Forgot the, the name of them, but the the, the the one of the main guys that he trusted, at yeah, end. like that was a completely different family. That was like six families. So yeah, that's so all the families operating as one. That'd be interesting too. Yeah, that'd be interesting. So, um, but, I, mean, I mean, I'm down to watch it, but yeah, I still now I really am curious about the one I suggested though. What I don't know, just because I mean they obviously have like they don't show a lot of animals, but they show the rhinos with the with the shields and the technology yeah. and based off like that. So I'm just thinking about like, can you imagine an Animal Planet style thing where it's like you, it's a futuristic or like, wait, let's say get away from Wakanda, go to another planet and just create an an, an Animal Planet based on a completely different world that doesn't even exist. So you literally have the same kind of thing where you're just following different species of animals that don't exist, like you know alienish you know animals. Yeah. And like have the same kind of like calm presence that you <laughs> see in like like those kind of Animal Planet shows. Well, the the Zula cat is over here. Like, Zula cat <laughs> is over here, about to jump on its prey. Like I don't know why, that would be interesting to watch. I, that would be therapeutic to watch. <laughs> That'd be therapeutic. <laughs> oh man! All right, guys, we're gonna take a quick break now, because <laughs> zebra cats, and come back with damn Nix's corner review. Welcome back to Damn Nix's Corner Review. And anyways. <laughs> what movie do so, we have today, Nick? So the movie we're reviewing today is a new one on HBO Max um, with a very impressive cast as far as, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so the movie is called um, The Little Things and it's starring Denzel Washington uh, Rami Malek and Jared Leto. Yes. Um, so the movie is about, it uh, starts off with a, a deputy sheriff uh, named uh, Deke. Deacon. Deacon, uh, who is played by Denzel Washington, that he is asked to go to the city to, um, to I believe, is to pick something up. Yeah. Um, and he ends up staying uh, because of a murder case that was unfolding in front of him because He's uh, uh and the, the main detective is uh played by Remy uh, Malik. Yep, Baxter. And um later in the sub later in the movie then one of the main subjects is the the main people of interest is Jared Leto. So okay, so let's see how I break this down. Um I, so I don't want to give any more details of it, but it it's an interesting movie. Um it's very well acted. I will give him that. It's very extremely well acted. Um I the way it was setting up, I thought it was going to be like they were trying to make it like another another seven. Like, oh my god, that's my reference to right. This movie. It, it was very well uh, like established as far as the way they put it together and the the, the intricacies of the mindset, like all these different murders and like that. So I thought it was going to be really 
in depth, for some reason, I felt like it kind of, it basically the way I described it to somebody was it felt like watching an Olympic gymnastic performance where the person who is doing the performance is like perfect. Every flip, every move, every tumble, it was done like with perfection. And then when they finally land, they, they, they bounce back on their legs. So basically they did everything perfectly, but they couldn't stick to landing. And that's what I felt with this movie where the landing, it wasn't, I can say it was like bad. It was just, it was unsatisfactory. Yes. I felt like at one point the ending just did not feel, it didn't satisfy like what I, what everything that was built up for it. I thought it was going to be a more, I guess it was even more dramatic ending to it. Yeah. I, all right. So with me, Mm -hmm. um, watching this trailer and getting into the movie, I felt like, oh my God, this is going to be like another seven, a very intense cat and mouse chase. Yeah. Like, th- and, and even by the like little things, so I'm like looking into details of what they're doing, yeah. seeing if something that I would miss or I could catch to see how they catch uh, mm-hmm. the killer or the, the person in question and how their mindsets are going. And then at the end, I'm like, not what I expected. Mm-hmm. Kind of fell short. Because this this is kind of what I wanted, or was it was leading to, like a big grand finale, and it was like it took a whole different direction. Then I'm like, I could see that why they did it that way. Yeah, hey, I get that part. I get it. I understand it. I'll accept it because it's different from what I would normally see in any other movie. But I felt the build up with it was a very hard like left, and it took a right turn really hard. But now you know how you like get those twists. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, it's a twist. But this is not, it wasn't a twist. It was just like a circumstance that just changed the whole narrative of the movie. The one thing I like about the, the one thing I will say about this movie is this is the one skill set a good movie has. To me, the ending it wasn't that it was. It, it, from what you your perspective, what they did, you understood what they did. Yeah. However, based on the overall story, you can create three like three alternative stories. The one that everybody I'm sure is going to conclude, another one. And a third one that I, I, I'll discuss with you afterwards. So, because the details at the end become a little vague with certain things. Yeah. So, I mean, if you really paid attention, it, it does seem vague. But they, overall, you get a you get an sense of what happened overall. So, you're going to be satisfied in that sense. It's not going to be like they're going to leave unanswered questions. In a sense. But um, I did feel like the ending just, I don't know, the with the build-up that it was bringing. Again, like I thought I was going to watch... This epic uh, thriller between, you know, like you said, cat and mouse. And I, at the end, it just didn't feel like that was that movie. Yeah. Like, it was, it was building up to be it. But then at just one point, it just kind of turned away. It and just it dulled just, out. Turned into something completely different. Yeah. Not dulled out, but it, yeah, it became completely different, which I, how can I say? I appreciate it. I understood. I, I understood, but I appreciate it. I didn't really like it. That much you could have the thing is you could have actually still done that ending, but done it with a little bit more drama and flair to it. I think yeah, that's to, what it was, it was missing. to match the intensity that I built up to. Yeah, it was it was missing that finesse at the end. I think so. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what I'm trying. That's the best way to. Yeah, it didn't have that finesse that everything in the in the beginning in the middle had mm-hmm. so much uh, meat to it that you're like trying to take everything in the emotions, the uh, psychological drama. How some like how Denzel's characters was how his character progressed throughout the movie, mm. how um, Rami Malek's uh, character changed 
from the beginning to the middle towards the end and you're like even Jared Leto's character how everybody was introduced so it was it was interesting and it was real meaty very heavy to take in for me yeah even though it was a simple story but at the end it just dulled out it's like it's just like all right this is what we're gonna give you yeah so yeah that's why i'll leave it at. i mean it was again great acting it was good to see these people performing and doing these performances in this movie like the way they did you know it's been a while since i saw a movie with this kind of meat on it like that especially there's a washington and all this stuff. so i will give it that jerry Leto got a nom nomination for Golden which Globe. is even funny because he really his character wasn't as uh prominent as, yeah. as the other ones but he still he still did a good performance while he was on screen yeah he and it was funny because this movie just came out this week and then he already got a nomination for it well i'm sure people that are nominated probably saw it they probably saw it beforehand yeah, yeah. but so but yeah I was, people were talking about it i'm like that's weird that he just got it so <laughs> soon this movie just came out like, like five seconds four, after he watched it like yeah five, oh, he got a nom for supporting thank actor. you thank you very much <laughs> so, thank you for having me here um and I think that's probably why he got nominated already because there hasn't been a lot of movies released. So, yeah. But then again, anything that Jared Little does is it's he puts himself in it really. That's why I was really upset with the Suicide Squad because people can knock Suicide Squad all we all we, we can, but unfortunately, we're never gonna see the movie that they intended. Yeah, this uh, that movie that we saw was not what they I believe David Ayer's atten- David is intended to show. David Ayer. David Ayer, sorry, intended to show. I believe he intended to show something. With a more grounded story. Yeah. And I think they just wanted to throw Supernatural because that's... Maybe that was more popular. Yeah. But it is what it is now. It is what it is. <laughs> but yeah. I f- and and one thing I would want to say is mm. like I would I want to see another movie with Denzel and mm. Rami Malek again. I guess I felt their chemistry on screen was great. Every time they came on screen together mm. and they were either banter or the conversation or um, how they play off each other... Even though they're acting, it just it just felt like a very fluid conversation. Like it would mm. be, just be like a normal conversation they'll have with each other if those characters were real in real life. Yeah, those are like those are those are two duos. I'm like I would never think they would be on screen together, mm. but I'm like now that they do, I'm like I want to see another movie, something something like True Detective, like this, like a True Detective mm. type series with them too. Interesting. Play- Play another, even another movie, just similar characters, but different, different um, killer or p- person they're hunting. Yeah, like a kidnapper or something like that. That'd be yeah. awesome. All right, so I give this movie uh, three nickies, three and a half nickies. I'm sorry, three and a half nickies. I, I give this three and a half nickies as well. Yeah, I, I'm a little iffy on the landing of it, but otherwise, like I said, it was a great uh, initial story, great acting, great. Film work. I love noir. Obviously, it's my thing. Mm-hmm. So it was done very well in a lot of different details. So I'll give it that much. So we have three and a half Nickies for oh uh, the little things. The little things. All right, everyone. I just want to say thank you so much for listening to our recent episodes of Nerds in the City. You can always find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Nerds in the City. You can always email us at Nerds in the City Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think, suggestions, requests, comments, concerns, or things we could do to improve your listening pleasures. As always, tell a nerd, send a nerd, bring a nerd. All right, everyone. See you next week. Later.